And on this episode of Mike Crispy Unafraid, guys, we are going to give you brand new evidence. Yes, exclusive reporting here on the show to tell you what is actually going on in Ukraine right now. We have the real story for you. Also, what is going on with the globalist New World Order and the latest with the vaccine death jab pushing? We have new updates tying back in the World Health Organization, the WEF, back to what they're trying to do to us in the country. Gas stove ban, all of that, it's all interconnected. We got a big show for you today. I want to thank everybody who's tuning in and helping make LFA TV the hottest, fastest growing network on the internet. So help us out and rumble this video to help keep the momentum flowing. That is the thumbs up on your browser and the thumbs up on your mobile app right under this stream. You do that, you help get us to new heights. Easy, free, boom. We thank you. We love you. We got a big show for you today. I'm ready. Frankie's ready. And let's go. And hello, everybody. Mike Crispy here coming to you live from New York on this Thursday, January 12th. It is so great to be here with you all. Joined in studio by the one and only. He goes by producer Frankie. Frankie, how we doing, sir? Hello, LFA family. Great to be here. Great to be here. All right, all right. It's great. Frankie's rocking the rumble hat today. If you're watching on the video stream, and Frankie looks alive, Frankie looks well. I look alive and well. I'm sure everybody else does too. You know why? Because we did not submit to the jab, the double jab, the triple jab. Do you know a family member right now who's sweating a little bit when the incidences of died suddenly have gone up exponentially? We went from, I heard a statistic the other day, it went from just about 30, 40, 50, you know, young aged men in the European countries dying suddenly. And that incidence has now gone up over 1,500. What could that spike possibly be from? And why are they doing it right now as the World Economic Forum is coming back into the forefront and getting their power back? Could it all be interrelated? Could the gas stove ban be interrelated? Could it all be interrelated with Ukraine? That's a lot to wrap your head around. But in this episode, we are going to attempt to do just that. So we got a lot here in this show today. I appreciate everybody joining us. Thank you for liking this video, rumbling this video, et cetera. But Frankie, we're gonna get started here. This is what scientists are saying, okay? Real scientists, not the frauds like Neil deGrasse Tyson. This is what they're saying about the vaccine and what triple vax, double vax will do to your health. Roll it. People in the study in Israel, just so you know, that showed that the double vax were 27 times more likely to get reinfected. So it's not, the vaccine, even if we just talk about that, is not stopping infection, it's not stopping transmission. If you look at the studies in England, in Scotland, and in northern countries in Europe where they get real data, that they're actually the triple vaccinated, the most likely to die. So bottom line is that we, as we go forward, the natural immunity is long, broad, and durable. And I don't know if he mentioned it, but we have SARS-CoV-1 patients who still had immunity 18 years later. Let that sink in. 18 years later. Let that sink in. My favorite expression. Let that Elon Musk when he bought Twitter. 
Think about that, guys. Let that sink in. That's what we call real science based on real data. You hear it right there. And people in this day and age, scientists reflexively, it's almost like as the problem has gotten worse, as the story has been more blown open, as people, I know a lot of these people, I'm sure you do too, people who got the vaccine and now they say, I regret it. I'm not going to get another one. I'm not going to get a booster. I'm not. But a lot of the damage is done. And the people who keep getting it are the ones who are feeding right into the New World Order plan, the, the World Economic Forum plan plan to depopulate the planet. It's like they're sheep willingly going on into the uh, agenda at their own peril. Now, there's a lot of these junk scientists that are out there, and the king of junk science is a man who eats a lot of junk food. His name is Neil deGrasse Tyson, and he's like the Bill Nye of the black community. And Neil deGrasse Tyson was on the uh, the Patrick Bet David podcast, and Patrick Bet David is not a conservative by any means, but he has some very normal questions about the vaccine. And listen to Neil deGrasse Tyson's reflexive anger and cloud cover here that he gives to the scientific community. This is peculiar. This was just, I think, a day or two ago. Frankie, roll it. I want to get an abortion, get an abortion. If I want to get the vaccine, I get to choose. So you can't force, if, if I can't force you to get an abortion, you shouldn't be able to force because me to get Because it's the not about you. It's about people you interact with, and that's the social contract of public but we health. Don't, we don't even know if the vaccine worked or not at the time. Yes, that's what the trials are, dude. <laughs> that's why these trials, what, are you missing data out but, there? But let me ask you a question. Are we saying only one type of scientists are right? No, we're saying that the system in place. The 16,000 oh, that signed that. No, no, no. The, the system in place to test vaccines, yeah. th th there's an entire system that's in place. That that with review boards and all of it. <laughs> Look at the Twitter. Yeah, that's in place. Now you can say yes. You the entire system. We're, the entire system is in place. No, the entire system. That's how you know who exactly is guilty of the crimes that are being purported on you right now. The entire system. The World Health Organization. The NIH. The grants going back to these countries, all participating in the World Economic Forum to feed back into the 2030 agenda, talking about vaccines, talking about pandemics, all these things. Neil deGrasse Tyson's only explanation is to throw a little baby temper tantrum and then say, well, everybody agrees, all the scientists. But if you deny the fact that the incidence of young people dying suddenly has gone from 40 to over 1,500 and you take out the one control variable in the entire experiment that is them now getting this mRNA death jab. Well, if you do that, well, then you're just denying reality and Neil deGrasse Tyson's junk science. That is exactly what it is. And it is not an accident that this is occurring. This all feeds back into a more grand theme. This all feeds back into what China's doing, the Biden regime being installed, them weakening us and propelling World War III. It's all interconnected. Now, the World Economic Forum is set to get back together and meet in person. And you guys should go to the World Economic Forum website and check it out because a lot of your favorite politicians, haha, wink, wink, might be on that website as people who participate in the World Economic Forum. You know, you know, you don't see on that website, you don't see Donald Trump on that website. You don't see Matt Gates, Lauren Boebert on that website. You don't see Jim Jordan on the website. You see the people that you would probably maybe suspect, right? You see Greg Abbott on that website, right? He sometimes does some suspect moves. You see Kevin McCarthy on that website. Lee Stefaniak on the website, some other people, okay? So Frankie, roll this footage here, Klaus Schwab saying, now it is time for everybody to come back together and get together in the secretive enclave of Davos so they can plot the next thing to roll back your freedoms and create one global governance. Roll it, Frankie. It is so exciting that at the beginning of the year, 
we can meet again in person. Only personal interaction creates a necessary level of trust, which we need so much in our fragmented and fractured world. To bring people together for an informal dialogue in a remote Swiss village such as Davos can be or should be a good recipe to restore trust. Oh, a good recipe to restore trust. No, a good recipe to do exactly the opposite of what Klaus Schwab is saying it is a good recipe to plot the fact that they are on. Think about it. It's like a football terminology. We're in the year 2023, okay? They are seven years away from their end line, from the goal line. This plan was put into motion when they were trying to propel Hillary Clinton in there, okay? When they said, we're going to open up the southern border, allow the invasion to recur, to replace the, replace the population of the United States of America with a voting bloc that is poor and dependent, letting them out of the jails in the Central American countries of Venezuela, have them come up, weaken the United States, put these COVID mandates and lockdowns in place to roll back people's freedoms, have left-wing prosecutors get elected from Soros money dumped in, and then what you see in places like Illinois, you see law and order flipped upside on its head, and now they just banned assault weapons, and these are things that would have never been imaginable just 10, 15 years ago. It is a systematic rip down of the standards and norms of America. And Klaus Schwab is leading the way on that. And all of the things are interconnected to the final goal line stand, okay? The final punching it in the end zone for the touchdown. That is achieving what he wants to achieve. And they need that Ukraine war to achieve it. They need the COVID plague and the rollback of freedom to achieve it. And they need the United States to be weakened from within to achieve it. Because their plan is not stopping here, guys. Once they installed the vegetable in chief Joe Biden, they said, okay, we got Trump out of the way now. We need to keep marching on. Here's what we're going to do next. We're going to get even more bold and audacious. We're going to convince people it's a good idea to put computer chips in their brain. Now, that used to be dismissed as an Alex Jones conspiracy. You're going to put computer chips in people's brains and they're just going to think to each other what they want to say and not communicate. What could go wrong with that? Oh, Mike, why are you saying that? You're such a nice guy. Why are you being a nutty conspiracy theorist on your show? I can't believe it. Haha. <laughs> Roll the clip, Frankie. But can you imagine that in 10 years when we are sitting here, we have an implant in our uh, brains, and um, I can immediately feel, because you all will have implants, I can, and we measure your, your brain waves, and I can immediately tell you how the people react, or I can feel uh, how the people react um, to your answers. Uh, is it imaginable? Um, I, I, I think that is imaginable. I think um, <laughs> right. that's like, it's like, what the hell? Is, yeah. Is that imaginable? I like how Klaus Schwab just throws it out there, Frankie. I know. And the guy's and, like, uh, uh, yeah, uh, it's imaginable. Yeah, and then if you, if you keep watching it, the guy's like, yeah, you know, firstly, we'd like to use this to help, you know, cure some diseases. <laughs> it's like, but okay. If you're going down that road. <laughs> It's, all, it's always what it is. It's always like, let's go cure some diseases with it. That's what they're always standing behind, right? It's always, we're going to cure diseases out of this. We're gonna, it's going to be good for humanity, right? It's what they always hide behind. They are using your own deep-seated mental, the virtue signaling reflexiveness of people to say, oh, you know, it's good. And, you know, Black Lives Matter and all these things. And like, they, they are using these virtuous feelings against you to weaponize, demonize, and then get you to think a certain way and say, oh, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. 
And by the time it's rolled back, it's already too late. Now, speaking of things being rolled back before it's already too late, something else we've reported on extensively in this show is the fact that the housing market is in a really weird state right now. It's almost like Klaus Schwab's theory of owning nothing and eating bugs and living in pods in major megacity metropolises, and that's it, like we've covered on this show, which he literally has put out white papers on. It's almost like that's coming true when one of the biggest mortgage lenders, Wells Fargo, all of a sudden announced that they are pulling out completely of the mortgage business, unless, of course, you're in the virtue signal black community category. Again, don't believe me, crazy stuff. Frankie, roll the clip. After the new CEO saying, look, this is not a business where we need to be the biggest. We need to serve just primarily the customers who already have other existing relationships with us, checking accounts, wealth management, credit cards, and our dual mandate, the other mandate being you know, the minority communities in which they are obligated to serve and serve better than they have historically. Oh, what an interesting thing. Yes, the, the minority community in which they are obligated to serve. So no more mortgages unless you're in this obligated to serve community. Obligated to who, by whom, for what exactly? It's amazing how they sometimes give you a tell and don't tell you what's actually going on there. So the mortgage community now, uh, sorry, the mortgage uh, lender Wells Fargo is now out and anybody who wants a mortgage needs to go somewhere else and that's getting consolidated. It's gonna cut things down. And you know why people? Because the banks are buying up the real estate and they want to create a class of people who own nothing and are happy. That's what they want, because when you own nothing and you depend on government assistance and handouts, well, then you're much easier to control. And the control is all predicated by politicians that they put into place to where you would say, how is this person an elected leader? No normal person would vote or support people like this. It is utter comedy. No independents would support people like this. I'm not even sure Democrats would support people like this but it's always the most freakish, decrepit weirdos that seem to be in these positions of power advocating for these things. They twist it with the virtue signal front, but they do the bidding of the new world order. They take the weakest, dumbest, most controllable people and they spin it into their prop actor. Those are the only people who will do that bidding so shamelessly. Now here, we're gonna roll this footage. This is a real congresswoman in this country. Her name is Representative Rosa DeLauro. Think about it, this is a American Congresswoman. And it's amazing how she's doing the bidding with the virtue signal spin for the uh, housing community. We're gonna create these Section 8 government-controlled housing, and it is all a front because they do not want people to be empowered to buy their own home, mortgage lenders pulling out. They don't want people to buy their own home. They want you to say, we're gonna provide for you, you're gonna be happy, the government's gonna take care, and they put freakazoids like this in the forefront to do their bidding. Am I being exaggerating? Frankie, roll the clip. And it tells you precisely where their values are or are not. In our bills, we provided 43.5 million people the SNAP benefits they need. This past year alone, our bills created over 21,500 affordable housing units. Progress made to help those in most need put food on their table, roof over their heads. All of that is jeopardized. Republicans have created an institution that governs in the shadows at the expense of hardworking families and a speaker who traded funding that helps communities, that protects our <laughs> national security for personal gain. 
Oh, man. It's, and it's great how uh, Representative Ted Lieu is just standing there trying to uh, have a serious straight face. What a joke. What a disaster. But that shows you guys right there encapsulated that these people are fraudulent actors. Nobody like that gets elected to Congress. They're put there to be a freak and do the bidding of others. We are going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. We're just getting started on this segment here of these props and what they're pushing. Stick around. Quick break. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. That girl. All right, is, Frankie, how we doing? Oh man, she's just a mess. That one, I can't <laughs> think that's get over a, it. That's a that's a that's a that is a real representative. Think about that, guys. That is a real representative of the country, guys. I want to welcome everybody. People in the live chat are saying, "What is that thing, guys?" That's a congressperson right there. They're right. It's, what a, what a serious institution, guys. I want to welcome everybody into the show. If you have not done it yet, please hit that rumble button. We got over a thousand people watching. Amazing crowd today. And in our uh, in the middle of the show, by the time we get to the middle, we're gonna blow the door off of the Ukraine scam. We have new evidence, but we're building you up to it here um, in what I believe is all a intercommingled culmination of what they're trying to push on us. Guys, thank you very much. Rumble the video. We got over a thousand watching and we have Frankie right now, 350 rumbles. So let's keep that up. And everybody, please, at the same time while you're rumbling this video, if you support this show, please go on your phone right now and go to Apple Podcasts and Spotify and subscribe to this show on there as well. If you're on the go and you can't watch every episode on Rumble, or if you just want to support us, we need to take over the leaderboards and the charts of every single medium and platform. So if you do that and do that for us, that helps us grow and it's cheap and it's easy and it costs nothing. So if you like what we're doing, I ask you from the bottom of my heart to support us. You have no idea how important that is for us. Go on your phone right now, Apple, Spotify, pop in my Chris Benefit, boom, you got the phone. You got the the uh, show on your phone, and you'll never miss it. Frankie, let's go to live chats really quick here for our incredible people. We're doing really smooth. Um, show's going great. Our tech updates are are getting better and better by the day. Um, got Rubby Sunshine in the house. Uh, I say put his actual head on a pike in D.C. Who are we talking about? Who are we putting his heads on a pike? That's interesting. Um, <laughs> Olivia Ingrazio. This show is really taken off. Thank you, Olivia. Appreciate it. Nancy from Texas in the house. Um, Miguel Ortiz says, Mike, you look a little bit yellow on the iPhone feed. Listen, I think I look, I mean, I'm looking at myself thing. I look, I think I look pretty good. Um, <laughs> like a little, yeah, maybe, you got, maybe you got a long night of drinking or something like that. I, I look good in tan right now. I'm the first one to tell Frankie, update the colors, you know. Dale Doc saying, Mike is on fire. Appreciate that. W. Wilson, great to see you. We got Connecticut in the house. Stevie B. By the way, Miguel Ortiz is one of my favorite viewers of the show. Um, always chiming in. WB Patriot 009. Thank you very much. Guys, over a thousand live viewers. So grateful for it. And Mary just said, Mike is so interesting as always. Listen, we are about to blow the doors off. You think this is interesting? We got some really, really good stuff for you coming up in this episode. I told Frankie this is one of the most explosive episodes of the show. And in segment three, we're going to show you what we are talking about. But it's all leading up to it. And uh, Frankie, we ready to roll on back in? You know it. Ready to rock. All right. Let You got anything to say to the people, Frankie, before no, we roll back in? No, no. It's just great to be back. We are uh, <laughs> full... <laughs> Yeah. Love you guys. On in five. All right, let's do it. Three, two, one. 
Hey, and welcome back to the show, everybody. Mike Crispy here coming to you live from New York on this Thursday, January 12th. We are going to blow the doors off of the Ukraine scene scam once and for all. We got really upset when we saw yesterday them stand at the Pentagon and say that we are now sending Zelensky's Nazis to the state of Oklahoma. So if you live in Oklahoma, they're coming to your state to be trained. Quite ridiculous. And we think back and we say, how did we get here? How is all this possible? And the answer is, it is weak prop politicians put in place and bankrolled by these dark shadowy actors that wanna put microchips in your head. Huh, I'm not even exaggerating. And it's people like Representative DeLauro, who we just saw. It's people like AOC, who is not some organic bartender from the Bronx. She was put up to it. And it's also people like Stacey Abrams. Now, Stacey Abrams can keep running and running and running. And she just got, uh, I was reading as I was coming into the studio, uh, she now has to pay 213000 in unpaid campaign fees in a lawsuit. Great for Stacey Abrams. But Drew Barrymore, a, a prop of the entertainment industry, and her little podcast that she does where her live audience, you'll notice something similar about them that Frankie pointed out, is cheering on Stacey Abrams, a three-time loser and erotic porn novel author, for her having the courage to say, maybe, just maybe, she's going to continue to take World Economic Forum funds and run again. Wow, what a shocker. Frankie, roll it. Next, are you going to run again? Are you going? Like, are you, do we get to look forward to this <laughs> so and galvanize again? I, I will likely run again. <laughs> yeah! Are you going to go up against um, some tough men who kind of don't always play fair? That's <laughs> so good. That's so good. You're going to go get some tough men who don't always play fair. What did Brian Kemp? Listen, I don't like Brian Kemp at all. Matter of fact, Brian Kemp, I think, is going to Davos for the World Economic Forum. But did he did he do anything that was unfair against Stacey Abrams? Stacey Abrams was there right before the election talking about, you know, babies that are born and are not aborted hurt the socioeconomic conditions of families. I don't think that's a winning message. And what happened with Stacey Abrams there was that she sort short-circuited when her Klaus Schwab minions told her her talking points for the day. She said it just too literally. Yes, Frankie. I just, it, it, Drew Barrymore literally sounds like a baby in an adult body. Like a hundred, were you born three days ago? Oh my God. Yes. It's almost, again, she's back to her acting career. I'm, yeah, I'm sure she has authentic jubilation for Stacey Abrams, the great walrus of Georgia, for running it. Yay. It's like you're talking to a baby when they like do their first, like, you know, yay. Exactly. Amazing. What a crock of shit. Now, feeding into that, speaking of babies, Frankie, we got this headline here on the screen. Uh, we've been following this thing that happened yesterday with the FA. You guys see that when the planes were grounded. A good friend of mine, actually, his family was supposed to visit him in New Jersey yesterday. Guess what? They couldn't get on the planes because everybody at the transportation department, instead of, you know, learning how to keep the infrastructure running and the technology and the IT and the programming and all these normal things that would be done to run what is supposed to be the most advanced country in the world. No, Mayor Pete Buttigieg was teaching inclusivity and teaching LGBTQ uh, hetero 
history and gender neutral language to the people at the transportation department. I said it yesterday, the best part about this whole FAA shutdown is that Pete Buttigieg is saying, well, the planes are all grounded, but at least all the pilots in the cockpit sitting there more accurately represent the diversity of the people sitting in the back of the plane. I don't think anybody cares about that. What an absolute joke. But think about the theme here, everybody. The theme here is that people like this are fundamentally unserious. They're fundamentally unserious. They're not real leaders. Stacey Abrams is not a real organic leader. Representative DeLauro deserves to be hanging on the street. Looks like she's trying to bum heroin and she's a prostitute in the corner of Detroit. That's what she looks like, okay? But these people are United States representatives, they tell you. Very interesting. Very interesting. The answer is they're not real. They're not put there. They are props and they are actors. And they are all kind of bubbling up to the surface. We've never seen this many fundamentally unserious people rising to a level of power in which they have right now. But we're seeing it and it is not an accident. It is not because the population all of a sudden wants to trust these people. It's because it is a coordinated propaganda marketing campaign. Now, speaking of coordinated propaganda marketing campaign, we are gonna blow the doors off of now this gas stove thing. So a lot of people are saying, wow, it's terrible. Gas stove ban, what idiots. Frankie popped on the screen from AOC. But we said, why is this happening? Why are they putting this out? How did we get to a point where all of a sudden the regime is pushing a gas stove ban? And on this show, we like to like do our research and look into it, say who's saying what, why are they all saying it in unison? AOC said, AOC said did you know ongoing exposure to NO2 from gas stoves is linked to reduced cognitive performance. If you go on AOC's TikTok right now, Frankie, whenever she's making those videos, doing those live streams, what does she, what does she uh, have behind her? Oh, she has a gas stove, yes. So perhaps maybe AOC is proving her point because her own cognitive ability is declining. Either that or she's highly hypocritical and forgot to check her own kitchen before she put out this tweet. It's true, it's hilarious. But the best thing is, is that on MSNBC, they're now doing their best, again, the propaganda arm of the regime, they're doing their best to tell people that it is Fox News fear-mongering that people want to ban gas stoves. So we're gonna play this clip from Chris Hayes. And before the clip rolls, this is what he said, before, right before the clip rolls, he said, this is all right-wing baloney, this isn't real, they're never gonna ban it, it's crazy, but it's really, really, really not good for you. Gas stoves, Frankie, roll it. This is something we've been learning over the past years. More and more studies and more and more data is accruing that shows that gas stoves really can be dangerous, that they're contributing to a variety of health problems, including, crucially, asthma in kids. In fact, the very next line in that same article says, quote, natural gas stoves, which are used in about 40% of homes in the U.S., emit air pollutants such as nitrogen dioxide, carbon monoxide, and fine particulate matter at levels the EPA and World Health Organization have said are unsafe and linked to respiratory illness, cardiovascular problems, cancer, and other health conditions. Now. I don't like this news. I too like cooking with gas stoves, but that's what the data say increasingly. Dangerous emissions in your kitchen, which really does not seem like the kind of thing you would want to just leave alone. You probably want to do something about it. <laughs> All right. Okay. How incredible is that? Well, I like cooking on the gas stoves too, says Chris H. Like he isn't eating an all vegan diet of salad and raw vegetables. <laughs> like I like cooking steaks 
like you fellow humans do. Uh, he's being fed his lines and what to say. No, they're not going to. So the theme here, everybody, they're not going to ban it, but it's really unhealthy. We're not going to do it as the government, but it's really not good. What this is called, people, is it's called social conditioning and moving the Overton window. They did this exact same thing. You don't have to look back very far. They did it when it came to mandatory COVID vaccines. Here is a flashback of Nancy Pelosi, okay, talking about something that ended up being totally wrong, but it wasn't an accident that when it came to talking about vaccine mandates, this is what she said first. Frankie, roll it. So here's the thing. We are, we cannot require someone to be vaccinated. That's just not what we can do. It is a matter of privacy to know who is or who isn't. There you go. It's a matter of privacy. We cannot mandate it. We can't mandate it, says Nancy Pelosi. We can't mandate it. How incredible is that? What ended up happening, Frankie? I think they very much mandated it. Okay, I think they very much mandated it. They mandated it because it was the first piece of their plan. We're gonna say it can't be done, so we're gonna get all of those pesky Republicans' narrative thrown by the wayside. Oh, they're conspiracy theorists. They're jumping to conclusions. What are they saying? They're so unreasonable. We're not gonna mandate vaccines. And then they mandate vaccines for everybody. And after two years of fighting, now the Pentagon lifted the mandate and people are celebrating this as a win, right? Everyone's saying, oh, it's great. The Republican, everyone they got the mandate to be lifted. But do you guys understand what happened when they did that? Again, another piece of their plan. What they wanted was they wanted to purge the ranks. So let me ask you this. They lifted the mandate. Yeah. But what's the scientific basis for that? Oh, there is nothing. Unless you ask Neil deGrasse Tyson, he could come up with something. There is no scientific basis for it. They did it because their plan was to deplete the rank and file people who would buck the regime. That was the plan. Okay. Mission accomplished. Now they can give back freedoms a little bit and say, you have your freedoms back. Oh, it's bipartisanship. We roll back the mandate, so to speak, but mission accomplished. Okay. Mission accomplished. Now everyone's saying, where did this gas stove ban come from? Where did it come from? Well, Frankie, we got sunscreen here. If you want to dig into the data here of how this happened, where this came out of nowhere from, the reason is, is because, what do you know? The World Economic Forum, one of the main companies that is a, a sponsor member of the World Economic Forum, was one of the authors to the, the study that said, population attributable fraction of gas stoves and childhood asthma in the United States. It was called the Carbon Free Buildings Corporation in Boulder, Colorado. They published this study that said that the gas stoves cause asthma. Now they are called the Carbon Free Buildings Company, which is probably a money laundering front for taxpayer funded subsidies to flow into that company and then be redistributed out and then go back to the campaign coffers of these Democrat politicians. And it's all a big money launder. 
But those are the people who wrote the article. Seems like a really unbiased source, the Carbon Free Buildings Company, which is of course also paying their kickback into the World Economic Forum. Because you don't just as a company, if you guys are out there, you own independent businesses, you don't just call 1-800-WORLD Economic Forum and get Klaus Schwab on the phone and say, hey, can we join the World Economic Forum? I, there's a, I forget who it was, Frankie, but somebody out there on YouTube said they tried to join the World Economic Forum, like they tried to call up and like tried to do it. And you can't get through to them. You can't just join the World Economic Forum as a sponsor company, even if you have all the money. I forget who it was. It was a YouTuber. It was really interesting. He was in the UK and he was talking about how he tried to do it. And this wasn't a conservative by any stretch of the imagination. And he, and, he, and he was trying to do it and he couldn't get through. So you wonder, how do these companies, okay, end up connected with the WEF? And then they write these studies and then all of a the sudden these prop politicians play the part and act in accordance to what they're told and the script that is written hook, line, and sinker. What an incredible connection that we just made right there for you. But that is the reality of the situation, people. That is the reality of the situation. So you have politicians, Democrat politicians mostly, and a lot of Republicans too, we're gonna get to that in the next block, who are put up by these dark forces. They do not represent the will of the people. They have realized that you can game the election system by bankrolling candidates to the tunes of millions of more dollars than a grassroots candidate. They will get in no matter how freakish they look and then they will do the bidding and say exactly what they're told to say, when they're told to say it, when the money needs to flow, exactly where it needs to flow, exactly at the right time. That Klaus Schwab says so. Did I get it right, Frankie? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> So, so guys, what an absurd thing. So what does this all tie back, tie back into? Well, it ties back into the DC Uniparty working in conjunction to not only launder money through the green initiatives, but also launder money through Ukraine and propel a World War III so they could ramp up the military industrial complex, have a weaker population where they just purge the military ranks, have the vaccine in the arms of healthy fighting age males so we can't do anything about it and have a normalization of freedoms rollback. So the next time they say they need to do it for climate lockdowns or world war lockdowns, people don't bucket as much. So we're going to take a quick break and then blow the doors off of the Ukraine connection here because we have some exclusive reporting that you will not see anywhere else. Uh, actually, the National File, an incredible organization, shout out to them. I know their publisher, Noel, great guy. They did an article and then we connected the dots a little bit further to get this damning, crazy evidence. We're gonna take a quick break. We'll be right back to bring it to you. Do not go anywhere. There we go. All right, Frankie, how we doing? We're doing, we are doing. Oh, we are doing, everybody. Listen, I am so grateful for the support you are showing this show, and we got a great segment for you here, but before we do that, I want to, one, ask you all to rumble this video. That is quite easily now. No more thumb, no more plus sign, right, Frankie? I'm, I'm off it. No more plus sign. It is now a thumbs up on your browser. Shout out to Rumble for, you know, kind of making it normal, finally. Hit the plus sign right under this stream. Plus sign, these rumbles count. There's a leaderboard every day for the top video streams on Rumble and it goes by the most liked videos. So hit the plus sign, like the video, and you will help get us to the top because people need to hear this message, everybody. They need to hear this message. Additionally, go on your social media accounts right now. Take this stream, okay? Take this URL stream and pop it into your 
your Twitter, pop it into your Truth Social, pop it into your Getter. And if you do that, you will help us spread the word, get more views, more interactions, wake up more people to the truth. Because this show is propelled by you, our incredible audience. It is a viewer-sponsored show. So everybody, please do me a favor and drop a line below. Um, so you got the live chat, which goes really fast. But please drop a line below in the comments of where you are watching from. We got mrohe one new to the show, love it, in the comments below. So drop a comment just like that. And uh, drop a comment below of where you're watching from. And in the meantime, I'm going to tell you about our incredible sponsor that makes this show possible today. And that is for Patriots, okay? The company's called Four Patriots. Millions of people lost power after Hurricane Ian blasted through. And one of the first things the local government did was put out food safety tips because a lot of people will watch their food spoil inside their fridge. They're unable to get gas for their generator. Well, now you can get a solar generator. It's safe to use indoors, it's whisper quiet, and it's strong enough to run your fridge. Unless you're Stacey Abrams, okay? Then your fridge is supersized <laughs> and it probably can't power it. It's called the Patriot Power Generator, and it's from four Patriots. It's not an ordinary power generator. It's a generator that never needs gas ever, and it comes with a free solar panel. So they're trying to take away fossil fuels and gas. You see what they're doing with the stoves. Boom, fight back. Right now, for a limited time, you can get $500 off at fourpatriots.com slash LFA. It's rated five stars over 600 reviews on their website, and it's backed by their 100% guarantee for an entire year. Totally risk-free. Why is it called Four Patriots? Well, because a portion of every single sale is donated to charities who support our incredible veterans and those families. Go to fourpatriots.com slash LFA and get $500 off your Patriot Power Generator or use code LFA10 for checkout and get 10% off anything else. That is fourpatriots.com slash LFA. All right, we got some. We got ten dollar donation from. Let's see here, uh, eighteen sixty nine rifleman moving our support to your show effective today from Rankin, Texas. God bless you, rifleman. Thank you very much. Love the username. If you uh, if you didn't catch yesterday's show, go uh, watch our segment at the end about the incredibly most base man of twenty twenty three who shot dead that criminal. Um, uh, in the taqueria and then just went finished his tacos, paid the bill, gave everybody their money back and went on with his day. What an incredible hero that guy is. Are we following that story, Frankie? Um, it's just so, so funny that it was uh, in a taqueria. Taquerias yeah. just sound so innocent. I, <laughs> and it was a, yeah, taqueria. Yeah, taqueria. I just love that term, taqueria. Um, we got Kansas in the house. We got Delaware in the house, okay? Stacey Abrams refrigerator. That joke landed well. Good, good to hear. Granberry, Texas in the house. Utah in the house. We got California in the house. Massachusetts, Northern MS. That's Mississippi, okay? I love my Mississippi people, okay? I always say, I'm a guy, I'm from New York. Uh, a New York, New Jersey guy with Mississippi values, right? So there you go. Um, all right, Frankie, I think we're ready to roll back into it and give the people what they want, the damning evidence on what is going on with Ukraine. We ready? I love it. Yes, we are. We are on in. Five, four, three, two, one. 
And welcome back to the show, everybody. Mike Crispy here, coming to you live from New York on this Thursday, January 12th. I want to thank everybody who has made this show and made the new year of this show greater and faster than ever before. We're off to a very fast start. We're doing amazing things. It's all thanks to you. Head on over to MikeCrispy.com to support this show in every single way, MikeCrispy.com. And the reason you need to support the show is because mainstream media is dead. Sean Hannity has now been reduced to a hack of whatever talking points are put in front of them. There's only one man left, I believe, who actually tells it in the authentic real way on television, and that is Tucker Carlson. Now, Tucker Carlson reported on something that should be reported all over the place regarding one of the most anti-American things I have ever seen, putting a foreign dictator statue in the Capitol building. So first, we're going to roll that and then tell you the implications and what is going on and why in our Mike Crispy exclusive uh, investigation reporting here, why we got to this point and how it's happening. Frankie, roll the clip. And decent people are now trying to spend your money on a monument to a foreign leader in the U.S. Capitol. That's insane. And of course, that foreign leader is President Zelensky of Ukraine, who is dictatorial. It's not even a democratic country. He banned opposition parties, trying to ban an entire Christian denomination. The person leading this charge, we're sad to say, is a really nice guy. He was pretty conservative, actually, Joe Wilson of South Carolina, Republican member. He's just sponsored legislation to display a bust of a foreign leader, Zelensky, in the Capitol building. The legislation he's putting forward would ensure that Zelensky's bust is on display, quote, in a suitable permanent location in the House of Representatives wing, so we can worship him daily. This is crazy. Let's hope we pull back. Amazing. And so there you go. Who else is talking about that? It's one of the most absurd things we have ever seen. Ever. It's one of the most absurd things ever. But this is not new. This is not something that people can go and say, oh, we couldn't have seen this coming. Because if you look back and peel back the onion layer, you will see that this was exactly part of the plan. It was exactly part of the plan. And this war that's occurring right now in Ukraine is an utter farce. It's an utter fraudulent farce. We have exposed how they have told us at the same time, oh, help me, help me. I need more money, but I'm winning. I'm winning. It is a psyop that is lazily put together and designed to manipulate people to get them to feel good about it. Oh, they're winning. Let's keep giving them money. It's an investment for a more freer world, the globalists tell you. But in reality, any evidence out there, any strong indicator shows that Russia, of course, obviously, naturally, is winning this war. Why? Because Russia's having to actually fight the war and Ukraine isn't fighting the war and they're not getting the equipment because CBS, before they got their slap on the wrist and the report was retracted, blew the lid off the doors that only 10% of the funding that we're giving them is actually going to the front lines. So how could this little poor Ukraine country have these fighting age soldiers that are able to stand up to Russia? Again, and if you say something like this, oh, you're a Russian propagandist, I'm just being real. Russian army versus little Ukrainian country army where 90% of the billions isn't reaching its way. So we have this footage here and we're going to cut it before the gruesome part. So viewer discretion is advised, but this is a scene from the battlefield here. And what you're about to see is you're about to see Ukrainian troops get confronted by Russian troops wearing a body cam. And the interesting thing about this is look how confused and unprepared the Ukrainian troops are. Frankie, roll it. Okay, so you see the Russian troops confronting the Ukrainian troops in the foxhole and they look very, they're not even moving. 
They're not doing anything. And, all right, Frankie, we'll cut it right there. Cut it, cut it, cut it, cut it. So, all right, so we cut, the, we cut the footage because producer Frankie said to me before, and the footage, if you're watching here, you see those Ukrainian troops who are just sitting ducks. You see them get shot in unison by the Russian forces, okay? Do they look like they're prepared? Do they look like they even know what they're doing? Do they even look like they don't have a wherewithal of the serious of the situation? Listen, I've never fought in a war, admittedly, okay? I'm not a soldier, but I think that if somebody is waving a gun in your face and confronting you in a foxhole in that position, you would do something other than stare with a confused, dazed stare on your face, right? It's really strange. And we cut the clip because we didn't want to show the gruesome nature of it, but you saw them be sitting ducks and literally get mowed down like sitting ducks. So when you see evidence like that, you go, wow, the Ukrainian troops, I don't think they're prepared. I don't think they're getting trained. I don't think they even know what they're doing or what they're fighting for or who the enemy is or how to spot the enemy or how to confront the enemy. It is damning evidence that shows that clearly something is awry here. Something isn't going well. Something isn't normal. Why do Republicans, including the new speaker, Kevin McCarthy, talk so glowingly about continuing to support something that is a terrible, bad investment? Well, I'll tell you exactly why. We have this on the screen here, Frankie. There is an organization, okay? And they go by the Humpty Dumpty Institute, right? Humpty Dumpty Institute. And people says, what is the Humpty Dumpty Institute? It's a very uh, not well-known organization, but this organization is one of the strongest, most influential geopolitical firms on the planet. They have a congressional advisory board of all these people that are well-known members. And the Humpty Dumpty Institute this year is honored to announce new congressional advisory board members. And you have the people on the screen here. You have Don Bacon. You have August uh, Plunger and Barry Moore, three top McCarthy aides that were on the advisory board of this organization called the Humpty Dumpty Institute. And the Humpty Dumpty Institute is tied to Jeffrey Epstein's brother. Jeffrey Epstein's brother is one of the main funders of the Humpty Dumpty Institute. And Jeffrey Epstein's brother's finances are very closely linked back to the CCP, the Chinese Communist Party. Party. And those are all public records. You could see that Jeffrey Epstein's brother is one of the main funders of this organization. And you could see that these three members that are on the advisory board for the Humpty Dumpty Institute are people that were just added to the board this year. And these are Kevin McCarthy's top lieutenants. And if you go to the website for the Humpty Dumpty Institute, you will see the list of all of the advisory board members. And it is incredible if we're tying all this together that all of the people who are on this prestigious organization organization's board are the dumbest, lowest common denominator politicians out there. Maxine Waters, okay, on it. Donald Payne in New Jersey. The lady in uh, Broward County who wears the cowboy hat. The guy who basically, I think it was the politician who asked if we had um, Guam, if Guam would tip over, if we put too much military equipment in. It's the dumbest politicians, and that's a real thing, by the way, I'm not being hyperbolic. It is the dumbest, lowest common denominator politicians and Kevin McCarthy's buddies. That is the Humpty Dumpty Institute and this organization that claims that their work is to do global advocacy around the planet. So very interesting. Now, 
the Humpty Dumpty Institute, it was reported by the National File, they sponsored a trip for many members of Congress in 2021 to go meet with Zelensky, 2021. But before we show you that, we got this next thing here, Frankie, right? Is the, um, pop this on the screen here, the, uh, the, the headquarters of the Humpty Dumpty Institute. Pop this on the screen. This is the headquarters of what is one of the most powerful organizations for geopolitical matters on the planet. You can go on their website and you could trace back the address of where this company is based to this building, 177 Prince Street, New York, right there on the second floor. I'm looking at, does that look like one of where the strongest geopolitical organizations that has hundreds of millions of dollars in funding, where all of these members of Congress are allegedly on this huge advisory board? You think they're showing up there for their quarterly board meetings? You think that's a legitimate organization? They're putting it out there as plain as day. The connection to Jeffrey Epstein's brother, the connection to the CCP, the fact that this organization has this nice fancy website, every member of Congress on there, all these captains of industries, and you're meaning to tell me an organization that funded a trip to Ukraine for these humanitarian and geopolitical uh, relations uh, reasons, that they can't have a better headquarters than what you're seeing right there? <laughs> it's incredible. It's a total front. It is a total front for something dark and sinister and they couldn't even pay for a normal real estate space in like a nice skyscraper building. They have it there. So it's just so fundamentally unbelievable. It is so fundamentally fraudulent. And I want to, again, uh, Frankie pops on from the, uh, from the national file that does incredible work and they blew the story open and that's where I started researching the whole matter here. Um, there you go. Meet the Epstein Chinese tied Republicans who voted yes on Nancy Pelosi's house rules. So remember, these are the Republicans that are tied to the Humpty Dumpty Institute that were the main people that were pushing for the house to have the rules that Nancy Pelosi had enacted before the House Freedom Caucus members bullied their way in a good way into these concessions. Now, a lot of these Nancy Pelosi sycophants are also on the board of the Humpty Dumpty Institute. So therefore you see the Uniparty interconnected and that is why they both support Ukraine. That is why the money is flowing the way it is flowing. And that is why we have exactly what we have. There you go, people. We're going to take a quick break to wrap up the show. Do not go anywhere. Telling it like it is. Hi, Frankie. Oh, my goodness. What a segment there. Listen, we told you we wouldn't disappoint. We got a huge, um, we got a huge, um, uh, we got a huge live audience here, uh, over 1,200 live viewers. Guys, if you like what we're doing and breaking it down in the show, please do me a favor and rumble this video. Okay, that is the plus sign on your browser. That is the thumbs up on your mobile app. Who else is talking about the Humpty Dumpty Institute? I don't know if, any, I don't know if other people are, but we are in the show because, you know, we saw that we saw this thing. We saw the reality of the situation and we said we need to call it out and expose it. So everybody, appreciate your support. Thank you for almost 500 rumbles. We are at 485. Guys, a rumble is now the thumbs up under the feed, both on the mobile app and the browser. Is it I the gotta thumbs say it up? Is it the plus? The you're, 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 you're going back it's and a thumbs forth up. here. It's a thumbs up, Frankie. <laughs> it's not a plus. It's a thumbs up. Um, we're blowing the doors off here on the on the corruption that is the DC Uniparty in a unique way. That's original reporting. Again, shout out to the amazing National File team and Noel, who does a great job there, friend of mine. And uh, thank you very much for PS Straight saying, this is why we love you guys. Will Skip saying they are so corrupt. Wow, nobody else is talking about this. Uh, am I seeing a cigar floating in the air? No, there is no cigar floating in the air. I don't know what that means. Um, but here you go. 
uh, saying not only is crispy a bit orange, but Frankie's green hat is very vibrant. Okay, we like that. Listen, we like colors on this show. We, we like understand. contrast. You gotta have a, a, a <laughs> yeah. We like contrast, guys. Do me a favor and drop a comment below. I see all of these incredible. Um, I, oh, somebody said, Mike, I was talking about Zelensky's bust, but when I said his actual head on a pike would be better for context, Robbie Sunshine, great line there. I love when our viewers have these like really good zingers, um, you know, that we add into the broadcast. Incredible. So thank you all very much uh, for rumbling this video. Thank you all very much for sharing this video. And please, if you're watching and want to support our show, head on over to mypillow.com right now. Okay. Mypillow.com right now. Support the incredible Mike Lindell and Use promo code CRISPY for up to 66% off your order at checkout and at mystore.com where they have amazing products for your household made by great American entrepreneurs. MyPillow.com has amazing things. I like the towels. I think, guys, if you're out there and you haven't upgraded your towels, it's like how many years you can have the same towels, right? You clean, you wash your body off it every day. Get some new towels. No better place to get it from than Mike Lindell. No better promo code to use than CRISPY. So thank you for doing that, everybody. And um, thank you for supporting the show and supporting the great Mike Lindell. And truly, we're just getting started, and it's all fueled by you. All right, Frankie, let's roll on back into this closing here. All right, we are on in five, four, three, two, one. Hey, welcome back to the show, everybody. Thank you all for tuning in to this episode of Mike Crispy Unafraid. I am so grateful for the continued support that you show this broadcast, the hottest new program on the internet. Yes, the entire internet. So if you enjoy what we're doing and you want to keep supporting us, please go subscribe to our podcast. We are newly minted with the Salem Podcast Network, one of the top 10 largest podcast networks on planet Earth. Amazing lineup there. They're doing great things in conservative media. Help us get off to a good start with them, please. We ask that of you. It's so simple. If you got an iPhone, go on Apple Podcasts. If you don't, go on Spotify, pop in my crispy on a frame and hit the subscribe button, top right corner on Apple, middle button on Spotify, and you will be subscribed and you will help this show reach new heights by doing easy things just like that because this is how you replace the mainstream media because somebody's got to tell the truth and telling the truth is just calling it like it is. Even when the narrative says something, even when they tell you something is one thing, and if you don't say it, you're saying the unpopular opinion, and they're going to shun you for it. Now, this whole case with Andrew Tate is really taking the world by storm, people who are both political and non-political. And it's really interesting because a guy like Andrew Tate, the reason why it has somewhat of a political relevancy is because Andrew Tate is somebody who speaks out very boldly against such as things such as vaccine mandates, the matrix he calls it, lockdowns, shutdowns, World Economic Forum, globalist type stuff. He's a big proponent of speaking out against that. He's on Alex Jones sometimes, big proponent, and he was the most Googled man on the planet more than Donald Trump last year. So it's not somebody who clearly has no influence, but again, you would say, well, is he guilty of the crimes that he has been reported to have committed? And it's amazing to me how for Andrew Tate's entire year, and it happens with a lot of these people that they look to cancel, you never heard anything about Andrew Tate doing anything wrong specifically with individual females. Now, he's being charged with money laundering, with apparently this you know sex trafficking stuff, all 
these things. We will see if that's true or not. And we don't know if he's guilty of these crimes. We don't know if he was doing something a little bit illicit and it's a fishing expedition. We don't know if they planted evidence. I heard as early as back as last October, they were saying that Romanian officials were getting pressure from European countries in America to do something about him because his influence is growing. And people dismiss it and say, well, why would we, why would the system go after an internet influencer? Let me ask you this. Why are schools all across Europe now mixing it into their curriculum to teach things that go against Andrew Tate's narrative? And is Andrew Tate's narrative totally good about women and all this? No, I don't think it's totally right. I don't agree with him on everything. But I'm reading the stories and following the story. And I saw this article here. Frankie pops on screen here. It was an article. This is the headline here. Okay, This is the thing that got everywhere. And it got like a million retweets. And it said, I love raping you. What Andrew Tate told women who accused him of rape. Okay. Now you guys know with Donald Trump, he was accused of rape and all these things. Apparently he was on his private, he was on an airplane and he was, he, uh, he sexually assaulted a woman on the airplane. You hear all these crazy stories. And we will see what happens. And obviously, I don't believe in the believe all women, me too stuff. But obviously, if somebody rapes somebody, that's terrible too. They deserve to go to jail for the rest of their life. And I read the story and I said, well, this is really interesting. What is the evidence on Andrew Tate here as an open-minded person about this topic? And if you read this story, the woman who is in this article here, the woman who is anonymous here, it's always anonymous, always this, the woman talks about how apparently Andrew Tate raped her. They were dating for a month. And allegedly, he had sex with her against her will, but then they continued to date for a year thereafter. So they're dating for a couple months. Allegedly, Andrew Tate raped her, and then he was sending these illicit messages saying, I love raping you, and we have footage of women coming out saying this is just something that, like, you know, Andrew and the women are into. It's like a role play, bedroom thing. I don't know. I don't get into that. But the main story here that the media is not saying is that if you read this article down in the fine print, down in the article, it talks about how this woman who apparently got this message from Andrew Tate, because that's what all rapists do, they send messages that say, I love raping you, right? They dated for a year after this alleged incident occurred. Now, let me ask you this. If you were the victim of this heinous rape, okay, why would you be then dating the man for the next year? and traveling, going around, being seen in public, continuing to have sexual relations. If it was this traumatic, terrible experience, well then why wouldn't you go to the police in 2013 when this allegedly happened and say something about it then? So again, if a woman was raped and she goes to the police and she gets a restraining order and does all these things, I understand it. But this seems to me a little bit strange because one, 2013 doesn't say anything. Two, they continued to date for over a year thereafter. And three, the woman said, well, you know, the way I justified it was, was that I was raped, but I wanted to deny that it happened. So I continued to see him in this romantic relationship for a year. It's really scary, really, really scary stuff. So I don't know the truth of the matter, guys, but just looking at it on its face and looking at the story, it's just a little fishy to me that nothing came out about this guy, Tate specifically about individual females, and he would talk about that. But now all of a sudden, 2013 things are being brought up, which I think are also kind of flimsy here with the evidence that is in the article, but the headline is so damning because it's designed to whip up a certain type of narrative. We're going to watch that story. I want to thank everybody who tuned into this episode of Mike Crispy Unafraid. That is all the time we have. Thank you all for a huge live show today. Thank you all for supporting us at MikeCrispy.com. We are truly just getting started. We keep it America first bold and always on afraid you know it. Thank you all for the support. We'll be back live tomorrow. Have a great day.